0: I don't know about you, but there's been many times that I wanted to flee from my life also, where even though I know God was with me and God wanted to turn me back, and God did, but we're still human to go through it. So is that okay? That's really the focus of this episode. Is it okay for the faithful to be tired? This is the Worship Team Training Podcast. Now, here's your host, Brandon Dempsey. Hey, what's up, friends, worship leaders, pastors. Thanks so much for downloading and subscribing to the Worship Teen Training podcast, uploading us into your device. We are so happy to be back and to be with you. Uh, thank you so much for all you guys for hanging in there with us. Um, also, your prayers as here in Texas, we suffered the frozen snow vid of 2021 and still alive, still here still here to uh, talk about it. So, we're grateful to be back with you. I have a few images and, in, and, in, in, um, To show you here, if you're watching my video, welcome all of our members by watching the video and all of our friends listening to the streaming podcast. I have a picture of a young lady here holding her head in her hands and uh, she looks tired. Uh, The next image that you see, or if you're listening to it, describe it a couple of empty coffee cups with face mask uh, just thrown to the side. That seems to be the picture of coming out of the old year and even into the new year. Some say that they don't see any difference between uh, one year to the other. So anyway, thanks so much again for joining us uh, members. Be sure that you check out uh, all the, what we have for you on the events page. And again, as always, this episode podcast is brought to you by our great friends over at Proclaim online. Uh, Check out Proclaim online presentations.com where church presentations are made easy. And Members, when you go to the events page, you'll find um, all the other scheduled people that are coming up. And also, if you have not tried out Worship Team Training University, please go to wttu.co. And hey, it's free! You can sign up with a free subscription. More info about that later on in the podcast. So, uh, newsletter, everybody! You can check this out there. Uh, the, the simplest thing is to go to our Linktree Link Tree uh, link. That's Link Tree dot cc worship team training if you just search that you'll find it if you're also watching us by our socials uh, just go to the link in the bio uh, Instagram, Twitter, so forth you can find it coming up uh, on our next podcast we're on Thursday trainings this is for members only but if you become a member you can watch Greg Allen from Shepherd Staff. We're going to be talking about hiring worship leaders and hiring ministry leaders and pastors in this new day and age of 2021. What are the pitfalls and are people really getting jobs in this year? find out more jared anderson great friend worship leader is coming on the cast that's going to be a lot of fun too to listen to his heart for music and for people you don't want to miss it and last but not least anthony evans is going to be on the program so if you want to watch this show you definitely want to sign up to become a member and you'll be blessed by anthony such such an awesome man of god getting into it now let's get right to it our topic for today Is it okay for the faithful to be tired? You know, many of us think that you have to be strong, which is true, I guess, to some regard, Uh, but we have to look like a certain profile. Maybe we have to look like our Instagram. Maybe we have to talk strong like what we do on Twitter or how we present ourselves on Facebook or TikTok or whatever. How are you in reality, though? I know for me, and I shared my story on the last Podcast episode, the Monday edition, I shared how I was burnt in 2020. And for me, a year ago, uh, this was my life. Many people, including worship leaders, pastors, and volunteers, feel like they're always on the run. I felt like I was always on the run, always under pressure, the need to succeed, the fear of failure, the fight to survive. Don't believe me? Look at everybody's Instagram. And you'll see that everybody is chasing after the same thing to make that perfect service for worship or perfect whatever. And it doesn't seem like it actually happens. Bottom line, stress is the ultimate burden that weighs down for those of us in ministry or not in ministry for 2021. Eventually, it ends with burnout, leaving a person feeling empty, isolated, and even devastated. And in the midst of confusion and noise, finding rest in God becomes a challenge or increasingly faint. People say to me, well, Brandon, I can't find rest in my day. I can't find even time with God. How do I do that? Personally, as a worship leader, I have lived these experiences. I'm here to tell you this was my life, as I mentioned a year ago, and I want to help save you from that misery you may be there right now. So come on, let me help you out of it. Point number one, we're going to be talking about the life of Elijah coming from 1 Kings 19 verse 3. Elijah is a prophet called by God to go get Israel and turn them away from evil and bring them back to the one true God. Jezebel is the queen of that country and seeks to take Elijah's life. She hates him. Elijah flees for his life from Jezebel, and called by God, as I mentioned, to turn Israel away. Jezebel wants his head, simply put. You ever felt like that in your, I don't know, your area of work, that people are just after you, that there's that one person who just wants to see you suffer? Well, even more so, even more so, Jezebel was indignant about capturing Elijah. So what does he do? He runs away to a desert. We have 1 Kings right here 19.3 uh, that says Elijah was afraid and ran for his life. When he became, when he came to Beersheba in Judah, he left his servant there. Elijah dropped everything and just fled. Do you ever feel like that? You just want to flee? We hear that a lot from the workplace or wherever it may be, that, man, if I can just get away, I would be gone. If I can just get away, I've heard pastors say this, if I can just get away from my church, is that okay to say? I don't see why not. We are human, and we go through things personally. Why would it be any different for a leader or anyone in ministry? I'm not saying that you reject and that you flee from your responsibilities and what God's called you to do. What I'm saying is that we're all human and we feel it. And I think that there needs to be some credits given to our pastors and leaders to know that they're human too. Elijah, I mean, come on, this guy is written in the Bible for thousands of generations to see. And this guy, Elijah, he was written in the Bible, famous, of bringing God's word and turning God's people back to God himself. This guy is human also and flees for his life. I don't know about you, but there's been many times that I wanted to flee from my life also, where even though I know God was with me and God wanted to turn me back, and God did, but we're still human to go through it. So is that okay? That's really the focus of this episode. Is it okay for the faithful to be tired? This brings us to point number two. Elijah was consumed by fear. If someone was after you, and not only that, but after your head, I I don't even know, I can't even fathom what that must feel like. Uh, but the fact that he went through it meant everything to him. And if you think about it, he just dropped everything and left. He was, uh, the stress and torment paralyzed him. And he just runs. Now, Some of you have heard panic attacks and anxiety. That's been kind of the buzz term for um, a few years now about anxiety and depression, and those those things are real. Um, I've suffered it personally. A panic attack is something where you cannot breathe, you feel like you're going to die, and all you want to do is either lay down or run. This is what Elijah was having. He was having the major panic attack storm and just takes off running. But instead of finding safety where he wanted to go, he finds himself in a worse place, a desert. Is that you? Wherever that you thought that the panic or anxiety was bringing you, that you wanted to go to safety, brought you to an unexpected place. But maybe it was just that unexpected place that guy was already preparing for you to be. Sounds kind of weird? Well, what is a desert? Webster's Dictionary says that a desert is an arid, moistureless, empty, lonely, uncharted, barren place. Did you know that the desert can be in the Arctic? It can be on the mountaintop in, um and in, in the plains. It can be, of course, down in sand and the typical Sahara Desert or Death Valley that we already know. But a desert is a place of no moisture, lack of moisture. And this describes Elijah's emotional condition. He was in an emotional desert. So where you feel dry, you feel empty, you feel the need to be poured into. Uh, This is what Elijah felt. This is what we go through as well in ministry. You may be in a desert right now but think about this just like elijah in a weird weird way you may be in that desert but that desert you're still kept alive elijah was a man of faith but his faith ran out his faith ran out because he was human but is that okay is that okay for you it's okay for us isn't it to read through the life of elijah and think wow, this is him, he went through it, wow. But we can't go through it, so we try to be superhuman in the church or wherever that we serve, in our workplaces, what have you, and it's not okay for us. I believe that it is. I believe that our faith, it does run out. It doesn't mean that we're without it. It doesn't mean that we're empty from it, but it's like the gas in your gas tank. You run low. So I think giving ourselves permission to run ourselves near to the empty that's just part of being human and it is okay but what can we do about it to keep our tanks full first samuel 2 9 god says he will guard the feet this is about god sorry where it says the writer says he will guard the feet of his faithful servants but the wicked will be silenced in the place of darkness It is not by strength that one prevails, but it's by God's faithfulness that we prevail. Now that I'm just capping onto the end of that scripture verse. Point number three, being in a desert should also remind us who is in charge. God is the one who made the desert. I find myself in it, then I know without a doubt God is with me. It's easy to say, hard to do. But when you look around, who does our rest, water, and food really come from anyway? Even when we find ourselves in that desert and we think, why am I here? I can't get out. And you thought that you're running to safety and now you're somewhere else, which may seem worse. But what do you think God is actually doing? See, because when you look at a desert, there's nothing there. When you experience a desert, there seems to be nothing there. But yet, when you realize God is the one that's only there, that's when I realize that He's the only one that I need. And maybe, just maybe, I need to take care of the things that God wants me to. I need to listen to the things that God wants to say. I need to be available And in being in a desert, I have no distractions. I have nothing else to be preoccupied. All I have is the voice of God that's speaking to me. So if we're going to run in a race, a good athlete knows that they must take care of their body. If we're going to run in a race and if we're going to be in ministry, we're gonna do this and that, then the desert is essential for giving us the pit stop that God needs us to have as we take care of ourselves. The reality is that ministry is not a sprint. It's a marathon. No matter if your ministry is a workplace, your your ministry is in corporate America, or it's a church, or you work in a bike shop, or whatever, that's your field of ministry. We need to learn that we cannot keep living in the red. God has not designed our bodies for that. Instead of living in the red, we need to learn to live in the rest. So how do you find it? (laughs) That's a great question. It was asked of me on Clubhouse yesterday in one of our worship leader calls. And you can join us, by the way, uh, if you have the Clubhouse app or just go to the App Store and download Clubhouse, ask for an account, and then search Worship Team Training, Brandon Dempsey, you'll find me. But the question was asked, you know, Brandon, how do you stay fresh? How, how do you find rest? That was the question. And my response was, I have to force myself To get alone, I have to force myself to, in a a sense, go into a desert. I don't need to run for my life like Elijah, but maybe there are some things I want to run away from. But I know I got to go back to it. I know that there's a time that I need to come back and deal with reality or whatever it is that's pressing. But before I do, I have to force myself. uh, Another—that's what keeps me fresh. That's what gives me rest—is to you know, put the phone away, put the computer away, the distractions, make sure that the kids are in school or before they wake up, whatever. And I have to force myself to have that time. But it's learning to be quiet. And I think, you know, by having an effective worship time or quiet time, much of it we, you know, I I used to start out just asking God, praying, talking, doing doing all the the voicing to God. When a good friend of mine said to me, actually, Brandon, it's a time that God wants to speak to you. And when you do that, just by opening the scriptures and having it open and just a simple prayer, God, speak to me. And I say this too. Often my prayers are, God, let your word be nourishment to my bones. May they be health to my flesh. And give me wisdom. Now speak. And then I find along the way that in being quiet, I let God read his word to me. I'm able to hear his whisper. I can hear his voice. And there's sometimes it's not perfect. Sometimes I don't hear it quite easily. But when, let that be an indicator. When you feel like God is not speaking or you're not quite seeing to hear him, maybe it's because he wants you to dive a little bit deeper and to become a little bit less and less distracted. So number one, don't do anything. Two, just be in his presence. Three, then bring your needs to him. Praise him, give him thanks. Four, let Jesus give you a drink, the drink of his Holy Spirit. And five, let God give you rest. Psalms, my favorite, favorite, favorite chapter book in the Psalms, Psalms 37, verse seven says, be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. There's your desert waiting patiently <laughs> and it's hard to be patient in a desert but it says to wait patiently for him and when we wait patiently we don't have to fret we don't have to worry as the scripture goes on to say do not fret when people succeed in their ways don't worry about others when they carry out their wicked schemes even the church don't worry about others when they uh, carry out the things that they want to do that may not be quite right or what have you those things don't take precedence in your life only hearing the voice of god and being drawn into his quiet that's your priority hey friends before we continue with the rest of today's podcast i want to share with you a new resource and how you can become a member here at worship team training university for free many of us have been leading worship and doing things online, streaming, and behind the screen. But who's equipping you in your skill? You want to check out wttu.co slash enroll, E-N-R-O-L-L, to help equip you with new articles, feature highlights, and notifications, all free downloaded to your device. Check out wttu.co slash enroll. And also check out our new devotional, Comfort 19. That's wttu.co slash enroll. C1 9. Now, let's continue with the rest of today's podcast. So, in conclusion, after Elijah was powered up when he got his food, his rest that God provided in that desert, then God tells him in verse 11 to go out and wait for his presence to pass by. Now, this time, Elijah's getting excited because he's like, all right, great, God's going to move. God's going to move now. But soon enough, Elijah expects to find, when he expects to find God, Elijah witnesses a storm, an earthquake, and fire. And it's like, wait a minute. (laughs) I thought, thought, God, that you got me powered up for a reason. You're going to show yourself to me. And now I see this display of earth. But what we find is that it wasn't until after those cataclysmic events that Elijah did not hear a loud voice. He didn't hear what he was expecting. But unexpectedly, he heard a small, gentle whisper by God. Have you heard that kind of whisper? Does it take maybe a storm and an earthquake to get us to be quiet, to shut up so that we can just finally hear God? And when we do hear God, we don't hear him on our terms. We hear him by his terms. God still speaks Even in that whisper, you know that God is near. It's that same voice that says, Let there be light. Do not be afraid. Peace be still. Father, forgive them. And behold, I am coming quickly. Today, that same voice of God says, Seek me and live. That's Amos 5.4. Resting in God takes faith. Being in a desert takes faith. To be at rest is to be faithful. So do the faithful get tired? You bet they do. Is it okay? I believe so. So when the faithful do get tired, who do we run to? We run to the one who gives us rest to our souls. He clearly gives rest to the faithful. And when we tire, he strengthens. He strengthens our body like he strengthens our faith. In closing, Psalm 28 7, we have the Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusts in him and he helps me. My heart leaps for joy and with my song, I praise him. That is where and how we can praise God in the desert. When we experience rest, we can praise him even when we feel unrestful. But when we come out of the desert, you're walking taller you're walking stronger your faith is higher and your roots run deeper this is where the lord jesus calls us to be then we can take on that reality again but we don't do it alone we do it through the grace and mercy of our lord jesus christ guys hey thanks so much for joining us for this podcast episode join us back on another next week as we bring you more topics Empathy is going to be the next one. So look out for that. Empathy. How do we show empathy to one another? And how do we build that emotional intelligence that helps us the way that we serve God and the way that we help people? Guys, join us back next time. And again, I ask for uh, your—humbly, I ask, would you give us a five-star rating on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever else that you see— this podcast stream and hit us up with a comment let people know what you've learned what you thought about the show and how you like it uh message me email email me at brandon at worshipteamtraining.com or dm me on instagram or twitter Uh, thanks so much for being here guys we love you and remember it's not about being perfect but allowing the lord jesus to lead you both in life and in worship see you next time soon bye this has been a worship team training broadcast and digital production with your host and training director, Brandon Dempsey. Worship Team Training provides live workshops and online resources to help inspire, create, and transform the leading of worship. We'll see you again right here on WorshipTeamTraining.com.